For another episode of According to RP on WJMS Media, powered by Black Ivy Media, it's your girl Rita Pierre, your host. And as always, I hope you guys are striving, thriving, and surviving in these corona-infested streets. Although, it looks like I guess the streets are not so corona-filled anymore because of all of these mask mandates that are about to be lifted I think Jersey lifted theirs. I know New York is talking about lifting their mask mandate sometime in March. So at this point, I really don't know what these streets are looking like. (laughs) One moment we're dying of COVID, the next moment they're saying everybody could take their masks off. So I don't know. I guess we'll have to stay tuned for that. But either way, it's been a very interesting week weather-wise in New York City. It's been 50-something, like I think it was 55 degrees on Friday uh Saturday was like 58 degrees 59 in some places I mean the weather outside is definitely not frightful but I am concerned because <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago we were talking about how global warming was on a break because we were on like 10 degrees 12 degrees and now it is like what week two in February and we are literally in spring going into summer I really don't know what's going on I am enjoying it though I am happy that I can wear a lighter jacket out, but I don't know about you guys, but I don't know. It's I don't trust it. I don't trust it at all. I do not trust it at all. Either way, today we're not going to have a preliminary section. I know you guys love the preliminary. So do I. But I get into these conversations with these guests and it just goes on and on forever. So I cannot have a two, three hour show. So to keep it within the limits of an hour, an hour 10, I got to cut out the preliminaries today. But you will. I mean, what's the phrase? Uh, You will not regret it. Um, so Freddie Williams is back today. I know those of you who are ARP fans, you have, you have heard her on the platform. I think she was a guest maybe only one time, but within the last couple of months. So Freddie Williams is going to be on to talk about some of the trending topics. She's amazing. You guys, if you've heard her before, you know, she's amazing. She's also my other half of Relatively Speaking, which is a new podcast that we started out maybe a couple of months ago focusing on relationships within the relative space. Um, But we do venture on to talk about other things. So make sure you guys check that out on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Music, Spotify, etc. But before I guess we get on to the meat of the show, happy Valentine's Day. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. I, I, I just had to think about that. Yeah, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Mine's is uneventful. I am single in these streets and I don't I don't think I'm getting any chocolates <laughs> or flowers. I don't know. The pandemic is definitely messed up my game. However, I will say, though, if you guys I, I accept post valentine's day gifts so if you guys are interested in sending your girl some flowers some candy some chocolates because i love chocolates and specifically peanut butter and chocolate combination my favorite 
Um, you can slip into my DMs. I will I will open them up for this day only. <laughs> slip into my DMs on my personal. Um, I am Rita Pierre or on According to RP. And uh, I will give you the information of where you could send the Valentine's Day gifts. But in all seriousness, for those of you who celebrate, happy Valentine's Day. I know there's many of you who do not celebrate because it's pagan or you just don't want to come out of pocket if we're being honest, but whatever it is, for those of you who are celebrating happy Valentine's day, happy love day, it should be, you know, love should be celebrated every single day. But on this specific day, um, you know, show your significant others or those you are wanting to court, you know, an extra special day. Um, but with that being said, everyone, we are now on to the meat of the show. All right, everyone, I'm here with my very special guest who is no stranger to According to RP, my girl, my god sister, Freddie. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> How are you doing, Freddie? It's been a while. I'm, been a I'm while. doing well. I'm doing well. You know, I'm thriving and surviving in these streets, like you like to say. <laughs> see, see, that's why I love her, because she is she really does listen to my shows, guys. <laughs> She really does. Listen, and for those of you who don't know, Freddie is the other half of Relatively Speaking. We had like a precursor on this show, what, maybe several months ago. That is our podcast that talks about all things relatives. And we kind of get into our like, you know, our personal lives and things like that. So it's kind of like a mix. But the basis, at least, is like, you know, just really navigating like, you know, our relationships with family and things like that. So you can find that podcast on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and I think maybe an anchor, a couple other spots as well, too. So relatively speaking, be sure to look out for that. Yes, please do. Please do. Yes, yes. But today I brought you on here because, you know, we text like like literally, I think every single day or close to every single day. And we talk about the nonsense in these streets. And so... Oh, oh my God. Oh gosh. There's so much. There's so much. And so I want to talk, you know, to you on the platform about the nonsense in these streets, like the ratchetness that's happening in these streets. Cause your opinions are always amazing oh, and always hilarious. You. So appreciate it. Appreciate it. So I want to get into some stuff. So last week I didn't get to talk about a couple of things because uh, the show ended up running very, very long and there was just so many things to talk about. So I wanted mm-hmm. to spill them over into this week's show. But your girl, Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh. I want to talk yes, about Whoopi. How, how do you how do you feel about Whoopi? Let, let's oh talk God. first. Oh, put me on the spot right now. <laughs> yeah, put you on the spot. I want to hear what you have oh, to say. Oh, man. So here's the thing. Whoopi, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with Whoopi Goldberg. I think since I was mm-hmm. a kid. Only because, Mm -hmm. you know, I feel like because I have high cheekbones, people always wanted to say that, oh, I look like Whoopi Goldberg. And I'm like, how dare you? But whatever. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, but but this actually. Don't see it. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? It it usually didn't come from black people. It came from non-blacks. So it was like Mm -hmm. white people Mm -hmm. who were like, oh, cheekbones, black. You look like Whoopi Goldberg. And it's like, uh, no, Mm -mm, but whatever. mm -mm, mm -mm. So I've always had a like to all wrap us up together, you know? Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So I, I understand what Whoopi was saying, because I think for the most part, when people think about race, 
they think about white, black, span, you know, like, you know, I don't know, Latino, white, like anything right, that's right, not right, right. what people would consider white. And I Correct. think that in this day and age, at least, you know, most people consider individuals of the Jewish community to fall into the white category. Right. Most people do. Not saying that's what it is, but most. And then I know Jewish people who consider themselves white. They don't, you know, like that's just what it is. Right. So, you know, I guess let me backtrack a little bit because some of y'all might not even know what the hell we're talking about. So basically, Whoopi Goldberg was recently suspended. I think she has maybe another week left on this. Yeah, it's supposed to be two weeks in total. But I mean, anything can change. Yeah. So she was suspended. Um, She's, you know, one of the co-hosts of The View. She was suspended for basically making what many considered to be insensitive, uh, ignorant remarks uh, about the Holocaust. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I actually watched that segment where, you know, the cast members of the viewer or the the individuals from the view were talking about a lot of the bannings that have been going on across the nation where schools were banning books that, you know, I grew up reading. Right. And they were part of required reading, like To Kill a Mockingbird. I think the state of mm-hmm. Washington has banned that book because I think there was either a black student or a couple other indiv- uh, students felt uncomfortable with, I guess, confronting the realities of history through this book and racism. Right. And mm-hmm. so I believe in Tennessee, there was then a ban of this book, Mouse. I forgot who the author of Mouse is, but that book talks about the Holocaust and the realities mm. of the Holocaust. Okay. Um, and I think the reason, though, that they cited that book, Mouse, was that it had like nudity and like foul yes. language. Yes, yes. And so, yeah. So everybody was mm-hmm. kind of talking about, you know, just this general banning and like erasing mm-hmm. of history and, mm-hmm. you know, making people feel comfortable and all this other stuff so Whoopi was giving her two cents I mean she's this is the view right she's giving her two cents but I think where she went wrong was really toward the end she was doing great in the beginning I watched it she was doing great holding her own talk you know talking about both books to kill a mockingbird and mouse but it was toward the end she she made a comment basically saying that let's be real the holocaust was not about race and so she was really kind of uh, arguing the fact that it was, you know, white on white crime, essentially. And it was about man's inhumanity toward man. Correct. Um, the Jewish community and those, I guess, who are in strong support of the Jewish community thought that this was outrageous and that her comments were insensitive and ignorant. Many even wanted her to be terminated and fired. Um, they were just so taken aback by her comments. I personally watching it and just seeing how adamant she was, like she was running with it. I can tell that she didn't, un- she didn't see it through the lens that those from the Jewish community saw it. I think that she was talking about race in terms of what most people consider race to be white, black and, and considering the Jewish people to be white because she said it, it was white on whites, you know, crime in a sense. Um, but I think that for me, I grew up um, re- learning a lot about the Holocaust. I don't know if it's because of my teachers. I don't know what, why, but I grew up like learning all about like World War II and reading a lot of like Holocaust based books. Um, I love the story of Anne Frank. I went to Amsterdam to go to the Anne Frank Museum. Wow. <laughs> for some reason, I've always kind of mm-hmm. been obsessed with that era in history. Um, so I under so I understand the other side where people were like, 
the Nazis did not consider the Jewish people to be people. They considered them to be an inferior race. Like there was the Aryan race and then there was the Jews. So for me, it's about perspective and perspective. A lot of times comes from, you know, education. Right. And I, and I can see just by the way that Whoopi was speaking, that that was not a concept that crossed her mind at all. Like, she was running with this whole black versus white or, you know, everyone who's not like, you know, brown or whatever is white type rhetoric, as opposed to understanding at least, you know, within the, you know, the Jewish perspective, how they were viewed for such a long time, especially in Europe as being an, an inferior race. Like they actually use the word race. So I totally, I see where Whoopi was coming from. And I think that it's just a lack of understanding and a lack of education. Like this is not something that, you know, people across the globe or in the United States were really like learning. Like you were lucky if you learned history that wasn't American history, right? Not everybody had in-depth um you know, lessons on the Holocaust. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I I think that the suspension was appropriate because I mean, I'm about cancel culture to an extent, but I feel like this was really a situation in my view that Whoopi didn't know what the hell she was talking about. I personally felt that she should have just kept her mouth shut. In my opinion, there's certain topics that you just like, I don't touch, like, I'm not going to sit here with people of Jewish descent on a panel and be, and be going back and forth. Right. You know, like wrong and strong about a point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The red, the redhead lady, what's her name again? Uh, Joy Joy Bear. Yeah. I believe she's of Jewish descent. Yes. And she, she was going like, she was, you could see her face change and I'm like, whoopee. Well, do you you want my, do you want my opinion? I mean, I I don't know, girl. (laughs) Let me tell you something. First of all, um, definitely Whoopi was wrong and strong, but at the same time, I think that, you know, what she was saying is not something that a lot of people didn't think. Like if they had to think about the Holocaust, they probably thought, okay, it's, um, two groups of people who happen to be white. Right. Right. And, you know, there was definitely injustice and, the Jewish people, unfortunately, you know, during this time were considered the inferior race, right? That is the term that they used. However, in America, we look at race in a way that how Whoopi said, which is only black and white, which is not the case because in a lot of cultures, you know, even in the African cultures, they have like different types of tribes and they enlist them as different races. In China, they have, if you compare uh, Chinese people You'll see in their face that they they look different, you know, from the ones that are from, you know, the north versus, you know, the south, you know, their complexion is different. So she wasn't going that deep into it. She just saw it as, you know, okay, this is a crime against humanity. Right. But Joy was trying to, like, make her pivot and say, hey, Whoopi, like, you know, you know, how like when you're trying to tap your friend in your shoulder, like, chill out. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And she just didn't want to like hear what she had to say. And here's my issue with Whoopi and why I don't feel bad about her at at bad about this whole cancel situation, because Whoopi's always trying to cancel everybody. (laughs) Okay, so it's kind of like now it's like humble pie because poor Lisa Yang was on the show several weeks before when our president. I don't even know why I'm calling. He's not my president. The president Mm -hmm. went and called the reporter a jackass under his breath, right? When the, when the, when the mic was hot and 
Whoopi was defending the president by saying that, oh, well, sometimes these things happen and, you know, we need to give people grace and this and that and blah, blah. And Lisa Yang was like, but you weren't doing that when Trump was, you know, saying things, you know, that sounded crazy or insane. You was holding his feet to the fire. So why are you defending this man when he's clearly, you know, inept and he's saying things that he should not be saying as a leader, you know, on live TV? And Whoopi just kept on hammering the poor woman, you know, until Lisa Yang couldn't speak anymore. And this is not the first time that I've seen her do this. Like when guests come on and their opinion, because ironically, the show is called The View and it's only one view. It doesn't make any kind of sense. So for it to happen to Whoopi, I'm kind of like, I know you're black, I'm black and everything, but I'm kind of chuckling. Like you get Mm -hmm. what you give, you get what you give. And at the end of the day, you do not know everything. And this was a learning moment. And your homegirl tried to curb you, but you didn't want to listen. And now you have hung yourself even further. And then you go on to, you know, the next, the, the night TV show and try to correct their situation and made it worse. You right. apologize the next day and you still was looking crazy, you know? So I think that she deserves that timeout. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I do deserve, I do do deserve, I do believe she deserves <laughs> the timeout girl. I'm tired, you know, after a long day of work. <laughs> but I believe that she does deserve the timeout. I don't believe that she should be terminated. I know some people are calling for her termination. Mm-hmm. I don't think that she should be terminated because I, I think that this is an example of what a teaching moment looks like, right? Because we right. all don't know everything, but Absolutely. I do hope moving forward, like you said, you know, uh, Whoopi can be a little, you know, wrong and strong. She can be like, you know, I know everything. Hopefully mm-hmm. at this point, um, when when there are topics that come up that she knows damn well, she may not have all the knowledge. She won't, you know, push forth with such conviction. Absolutely. On these topics. Absolutely. And who would have thought that Whoopi was a Karen? Her name is actually Karen. So I mean- <laughs> It all makes sense now. <laughs> right. Because she was going in. I had to watch that segment again. And she was going in like, I know this. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Like, my last name is Goldberg. Okay. <laughs> so I know. <laughs> so I and I know. think And I think that was her mistake because that's her stage name. And I guess that she feels like, you know, well, I've acquired this last name. You know, I'm a voice for the Jewish community. No, you're not. Ma'am. <laughs> Go sit somewhere. Take a seat. Let somebody else take the lead on this one. But she didn't want to. Now you got to live and learn. You know what I'm saying? And this is now going to follow her, you know, wherever she goes. Even if she stays on The View, people are not going to look at her as someone that they can, quote unquote, trust. No. Yeah. She should have left that. She should have let the Jewish person on the platform lead that charge. Correct. The same Correct. way she was leading to kill a mockingbird. <laughs> she could have let the other right. lady. Exactly. Let, let the Jewish person talk about the <laughs> and Jewish And that's okay. Issue. And that's yeah. okay. And everybody would have had a voice, said what they had to say. And then we would have moved on to the next seg- segment. Right. But here we are. Here we are talking about Whoopi. Talking about Whoopi. <laughs> good job. Good job. Listen, I was looking at I was looking at interviews from like people from the Jewish community. They had a rabbi commenting on oh, like, yes. like this is it's like a listen, thing. <laughs> Listen, th- th- there's the the community is up in arms, and for me, I'm just like there's just certain groups you just have to be careful because you don't really know everything. You right, don't, you right. know what I mean? All right. So you you had mentioned president early on. Um, we Ooh. know Trump. Trump was all over the place, but you know, President Sleepy Joe Biden needs to be in a been, nursing home. 
Well, he has been up to some shenanigans. I mean, aside from the fact that my student loans are still not canceled, you know, that's <laughs> what he promised, what he promised, right? Everything that he's promised, he has not been able to even, you know, touch or succeed in any which way at all. But he's right. doing a great job in his mind. I mean, he thinks he's doing an amazing, amazing job. Um, I saw I mean, some. I saw somewhere that they said he um he has like a sixty percent. Uh, what does that say? Um, uh, rating where they're unhappy with his, you know, his presidency. It's at 60% mm, at the, I like several weeks ago it was 35. And now it's jumping to 60. Well, I mean, he's with this whole crack pipe situation. <laughs> I think that's why people are like, uh, what is going on here? You're not canceling my loans, Yo, but you are here giving crackheads. Crack where pipes. are you getting this 30 million from? That's I thought I we were printing paper. I thought we didn't have any money. Inflation. Where are you getting 30 million to be able to provide the crack? Pipe? And then Saki now comes back and says that, no, that's not what we really meant, that this money was going to be going to drug programs. Mm-hmm. But then when the reporter went ahead and kind of drilled in further, she saw that it wasn't for one necessarily drug program. It was for several several programs. And within those programs, they decide how to use the money. Right. Right. So when you, once you drill into like one particular program, it did say that it was going to be giving the mouthpiece, um, you know, and all of the paraphernalia that goes with smoking crack. Safe smoking kits is how they characterize. That's what they it. called it. Safe smoking kits. And I'm like, cause I did see, I did see an article like trying to push it back. Like, yes, Oh, yes. False news, fake mm-hmm, news. Mm-hmm. But it ain't then I fake. Mean, it's not fake. I was I read through it and I'm like, I see what you're trying to do here. However, it's still the same, like it's still part of the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think syringes handing out. So I mean the syringe. And they also, I think, as condoms as well, because I did right. see something about like you right. know, the sex workers. Yes. But you know, condoms and syringes, that's something that we're used to. Like I know many programs that have been providing right. syringes, you know, mm-hmm. so people Clean are not syringes, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. But the crack mm-hmm. pipe situation, um, for active drug users, they are Ra- going to active be drug users. Mm-hmm. Clean mm-hmm. crack pipes, clean crack pipes. Now, I mean, I guess because I think I saw that the article was saying that, you know, uh, you know, during this COVID-19 pandemic, there's been like a surge of like overdosing. Right. Mm -hmm. I understand the syringe thing because you don't want people like contracting hepatitis, you know, AIDS, AIDS, HIV, Mm -hmm. things like that. Correct. I mean, but with the crack pipe. What are you transmitting? All you're transmitting is milk. Is it COVID? (laughs) You know, COVID? You don't want to share the crack pipe because you're you're we're trans we're sharing COVID. If you're smoking crack, I don't think you're worrying about COVID. Yes, I mean that is a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> that is a good point. I mean, listen, the pandemic has been hard, and I have found comfort in alcohol and Me cookies and cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I have not. Thank God, I have not found comfort in crack. Thank you. I'm so happy to hear that because I would have to like record, you know, question our relationship. You know, I have not, I have not found a comfort in crack and, you know, but okay. again, drugs is a serious thing. There are people who right. are serious drug users that are, that would love to like stop, but it, it's a disease, right? It is. But mm-hmm. I, I just, I think, I think the giving of free crack, I'm trying to understand, like I said, I understand syringes, I get condoms. 
I'm trying to understand the crack pipe sharing, like, like what, what's that about? And, and this is an education moment for me, right? If somebody out there who's listening un, can en, enlighten me as to what the transmission issue of sharing the, I mean, I could think about COVID, maybe the saliva is the same thing. I don't know, but, but we never had these programs before. So I'm wondering what triggered the crack pipe distribution. Right. And then also, I, I feel like the other thing, it's all about timing. You couldn't have found a better time to have this crack pipe distribution, you know, distribution. I mean, currently right now, we are going through so much more, you know, and that money can be distributed in so many different ways. And this is what you choose to, you know, I, I don't know if they were like when they went ahead and this article came out, were they trying to like, you know, slip it under the rug and hope that nobody would notice? Mm, you know, black Twitter is on it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you I think that's what they were trying to do. Like, right. how could you think that, you know, how can you like with inflation, we're dealing with the pandemic still, we're dealing with all of, you know, as far as like, you know, vax versus non-vax, mask versus non-mask. We're, we're, we're talking about inflation. We're talking about the gas prices. There's no food on the shelves. You know, people are not going back to work. Unemployment and somehow in their crack pipe, it doesn't make sense. Right. Like, where are the priorities when it comes to this administration? That's all I'm saying. Right, right. And I mean, I think if, you know, it was a well-staffed and, and fully funded, you know, administration where we can take care of everything. Right. Right. Maybe that would be like, you know, but homelessness is a big thing. Um, like I said, so, crime. so many cr- crime <laughs> is up. I mean, I don't know how many, like, I don't even know where to, to where, where to start with the crime. It's crazy. Issue, right. It's crazy right now. So yeah, the priorities, I mean, I'm not saying that providing clean crack pipes is not, is not important. Maybe I just don't know where it, it falls in the totem pole. And I still would like to know what triggered the crack pipe distribution. I don't and, see it. And, 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 and what, and who's in charge of, you know, uh, who's in charge of saying, okay, we are going to put aside 30 million for this program. Like right. who decided that this would have been a good idea. That's all I'm saying, because it's like, right. I don't think that the money is being um, distributed correctly. Right. Right. I don't know. I guess I guess we will learn more. We will learn more about this. Maybe or maybe not. Right. They put it out there. We probably will never hear about this again. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's going to Jen Psaki is going to, you know, you know, do what she does. And then eventually we're going to be on to the next topic. That's how right. I Another crazy topic. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So funny enough that you mentioned something and I I know it wasn't like scheduled, but I do want to touch on it. Like, what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts on these mask mandates being lifted like all over the place? Like I know I heard New Jersey lifted theirs and I I see New York, I think in March, Mm -hmm. we're about to lift ours or something like that. Like New Jersey, it happened. So they were waiting. And so the governor of New Jersey lifted his. And then it's like once he lifted his, then it started like, you know, uh, a domino effect and other states started to lift it as well. Um, I believe California, mm-hmm. they went ahead and lifted it and um, some other states in between. And then I think eventually that's when New York said they were lifting it on Wednesday or Thursday. I know I got an email at my job this morning saying that they're lifting the mask mandate in the office and, you know, only for the vaccinated and all caught up people. 
Okay. <laughs> so, you know, and I, I, I laughed at myself. So I said that, okay, so for the people that are vaccinated, it's not enough. That means vaccinated plus booster, because that's the new term that they're using. The, the all caught, caught up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, I said that, you know, what's going to happen is I really believe that now that they no longer have OSHA backing them up anymore, as far as trying to implement this or fine people for being vaxxed and so on. I think offices are going to start doing whatever the hell they want to do, to be honest with you. Right. And then I'm concerned about like just the, the educational facilities. Right. I mean, this Omicron thing, they said it was the kids that were spreading this thing. So now mm-hmm. you're about to allow them to go to school without masks on. Like I just I'm just concerned as to unless they know something that we don't know. Right. Because, you know, this pandemic, pandemic, or whatever the case is, maybe they know something we don't know. Maybe Omicron was the last variant. They're like, all right, there's an, it, it's been enough. No, nothing more is coming. I don't know. Well, what I can tell you is that as far as the United States is concerned, New York, you know, is hit the hardest when it comes to all the mandates. Right. A lot of the other states, you know, that I've heard and I've actually spoken to friends, they are not wearing masks. They are living their life as normal. Some may have to wear a mask in certain places or areas, like if they're going to the doctor's office, the hospital, Mm -hmm. you know, schools, uh, things of that nature. But a lot of people are just in these streets. They're not wearing masks, you know, especially in the South. South, they're not wearing it. So it's just like they're almost in in essence kind of laughing at us. And um, what I thought was very interesting is that, remember, several weeks ago, Fauci had said that the cloth mask no longer worked. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that he said that we had to go ahead and start using the N95 right. mask. Right. That was only several weeks ago. Now, all of a sudden you went from cloth masks don't work. You have to wear N95 to, you know what? We're lifting the mask mandate. Forget so about I, it. Yeah. Forget about <laughs> it. So at this point, I really believe that you know how they were like, follow, follow the science. People really don't know what the hell they're talking about, whichever way. I'm not saying pro this or against that. But if you're really paying attention, and I feel like a lot of people are not paying attention, you're going to see the flip flop every day. There's a new rule. And I know that in New York City, thank God, I no longer, you know, go into the city for work. But I know that in New York City, everyone is on top of each other. I know like one of my friends was saying that, you know, they're trying to like stop the spread and this and that or whatever. I understand that. But on the same token, I really feel that if the rest of the states are no longer doing this, they have realized, you know, at this point, it's just about you need to know what you need to do. If you feel uncomfortable, you want to continue wearing your mask, you wear it. If you don't want to wear your mask, you wear it. if you want to get back, get back. If you don't want to get back, and we have to move on because even Fauci said that, you know, we're in now we're at the point of an endemic and it's no more, no longer a pandemic. He said that the other day and he's the one that was saying to wear the N95. Why? Yes. Because I feel that the Pfizer bill is going to come out and so they're going to start pushing that. And then we have our governor that we did not elect who is also mm. going to go and, you know, try to push that bill where she feels that if you are a health risk and you're in these streets that they can lock you up. OK, so I think they're putting all of that in place. So now they're going to have everybody walking in these streets maskless. And God forbid, if you happen to cough or something, whether you are vaxxed or not vaxxed, they have the right to uh, have a police officer confront you and say, hey, you and what go, you know, drop me off at some camp somewhere. I'm just mm. saying. These are things that people really need to think about. And I think that we're all at this point, 
we need to put, you know, I don't know what, what, you know, what you believe in, you know, your higher power, God, Jesus or whatever, but we just need to, you know, have the faith and basically trust in our God because we can't trust in government. I mean, we clearly can't because they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're talking about. And I feel like, I mean, remember when they, the first time they told us to, you know, put your mask away. And then it became mm-hmm. like this whole big thing. Then they had to bring back the mask mandate. And then now I think what you're saying, like, that's what resonates to me is the fact that only a couple of weeks ago, the numbers were at pre pandemic people, you know, hospitals were over, you know, whatever. Yes. Children were, were, were catching it right from left. People were dying. And then not even, it has not even been a month. And now not even a month. I just, I just don't understand it. For me, I'm like, I would need a little more time for you to come to this conclusion. And also midterm elections are coming. Hmm. It's not popular. So they're trying to, you know, get reelected. So everything is all about politics. Is it really about, you know, medical intervention? Hmm. Right. So you gotta, you gotta watch yourself essentially watch your own. Exactly. We on our own y'all. We are on our (laughs) own. Literally, (laughs) literally. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. So I'm trying to think like, where, where do we move? Since we're talking about politicians, we're, we're going to stay on the politicians. We talked about sleepy Joe Biden. Yeah. My, my blood is boiling. Go ahead. Listen, listen. <laughs> uh, talking about Eric Adams, mayor, Eric Adams, who apparently, as I've just realized is actually not your mayor. He's just no. my mayor. Yes, He's just your mayor. <laughs> I am in New York state, not in New York city. So, you know, (laughs) even though I no longer work in the city, I, you know, I don't live in the city, you know, I'm still upset by all the things that I'm seeing from this mayor who just seems to happens to be a clone of de Blasio. I don't know. What do you think? So, you know, I always try to keep it like a hundred, regardless of who I know, who I don't know, whatever the case is. It's it's been like, what, a month since he's been in power and he's Mm -hmm. in the news every other day. There is a post. Last week he was calling people crackers. This week, you know, you know, I mean, this week was it was it that article about him comparing like cheese to heroin to heroin? Can you believe it? When I saw that article, I was like, are my eyes deceiving me? Like. Okay, like you're you're doing too much, you know, and the thing is, he said that, you know, he was going to be tough on crime and that's what he wanted to focus on. He wanted to focus on stop and frisk. Um, But I think, honestly, it's like you're going in all hard and you're going in all wrong. You know what I'm saying? I think that what he needs to focus on is what the previous mayor failed with. Mm -hmm. Try to correct that. And then, you know, make it your own right about now. It's just to me, he just looks like a big fail. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing in these streets. I don't know who's advising him. I don't know where his PR person is, because my thing is, is that, I mean, are we all going to make slips, you know, slip ups? Of course. Right. You know, we're human. We're used to talking a certain way. But I feel like he has been in politics long enough to know that you just can't be talking how you want to talk. You cannot as much as I would love to be out here in the public making speeches about my oppressors. I am not about to like sit here and, you know, talk about, you know, when I was in the force or whatever, these crackers, like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me, especially when we're always in a debate about the N word, like, you know, like, (laughs) right. I I honestly feel that, you know, I think he doesn't realize that, you know, he is the mayor of the entire 
New York City. So that means it's for the black, it's the white, the the brown, you know, Asians, uh, Hispanic, and so on, you know, uh, whites. And and he needs to realize he's no longer on the force mm-hmm. and that he's supposed to be representing a city. Right. Now, of course, you know, um, racism exists. Obviously, you know, white people be out of pocket a lot of times, half the times, most of the times. But because of his position, it's like you said, he represents everybody like you cannot, you know, you call out the injustices where they lie. But at the end of the day, like I saw the video and I was just like, 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 who, like, where has like, where has this PR person been? Because this is I mean, like he came out the gate just like being a, you know, politically incorrect mess. Definitely. And, you know, the funny thing is, it's just like when I saw that skit from Saturday Night Live when they did of Eric Adams, I cringed the entire way looking at it. And I said to myself, wow, is this how they see him, how they perceive him? Because I was like, if that's how they see him from the jump, he has no winning chance at all. And he needs to like, you know, fix his image. Right. And that's the thing. He needs an image consultant. I mean, I get, I think, where he's coming from and what he's trying to to do. And I really do hope that, you know, maybe this is just like, you know, I just got here. I'm just trying to figure it out because there is like a learning curve, regardless, right, of of how long somebody has been maybe in the political industry. He is now the mayor of New York City. He had enemies. He had foes. He has people who are waiting for him to fail. So I can't say that there's not it's not a lot to manage he just started but there is just like i'm just like dude like like what is going on here? <laughs> you got us looking crazy in these streets, crazy you know in these streets. because i mean the one the previous mayor that we had that was black was david dinkins and what was that that with the eight late, late 80s early 90s right, yeah. i don't even remember Long you know what i'm saying ago. so it's like they're giving us another chance and you making us look crazy okay streets. they're like literally like yeah see i told you See, I told you, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think he's realizing that. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm 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 not saying I'm looking forward to, but I just I'm just like, what is going to ha- what am I going to see in the New York Post next? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I try I try to balance my news intake because we know the New York Post is not necessarily the most like accurate sometimes mm-hmm, and, it, mm-hmm. and they do sensationalize a lot of right, things right. right but the heroin to cheese ratio thing like i was just like what is going on that's a bit much i mean he's trying to push the plant base in the schools which is fine you know i think you know plant based is always i'm not a plant based eater mm-hmm. but you know i definitely feel like you know new york city as far when it comes to the kids they do need healthier options that's right. great but I think that once again, he does need someone to kind of like pull him to the side and say, hey, you can't say this. Or maybe someone write up his speeches. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Because I'm like, is it a budget issue? Like, what is it? Right. Why? Like, why? 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 Do you, like, what is it? I don't even know what else to say. But I mean, for somebody who loves cheese and although I have cut cheese out you know significantly from my diet mm-hmm. like i i primarily try to eat like plant-based mm-hmm. cheeses right but i'm not gonna turn my nose to a slice of pizza yeah. if if i so choose so are we saying that the like i just like i mean took heroin because i ate a slice of cheese pizza 
yeah, mean, you, you can make your point about wanting schools to be healthier without going to such extremes. Right. 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 I mean, it, it just it just was very odd. And once again, it was just something that they could use against him to put in the media to say that this mayor is inept and he doesn't know what he's doing. And that's, that's the wrong thing or the wrong image that you would want starting, you know, your political career as mayor, you're not going to get a second term. Right. Like don't give people fuel and ammunition to come at you. Right. Like Mm -hmm. he may, I mean, I feel again, I see where these people are coming from when they make these statements. I'm, I'm in their head. Like I, I know where they're coming from. I see where they're coming from. But I feel like, you know, especially with somebody like Whoopi, um, Eric Adams, you guys have been in these in the industry long enough. Right, like at right. some point, like dial it back, mm-hmm, dial mm-hmm, it back. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Dial it back. You know, realize where you're where you are, you know, kind of like look at the room before read you the room. speak. Yeah, re- <laughs> literally read the room like. Because whatever you say, we're in a society now that it doesn't matter. Whatever you say is going to get out there. Someone's mm-hmm. going to have a camera. Someone's going to be recording you. And if you know that you're going to be representing, you know, a city, you need to come correct. Right. That's the only way that I can say it. That makes right. sense. Especially New York City, you know? Yeah. And I think that's part of it also, because he definitely does have that, oh, you know, I'm from New York, you know, almost kind of like gangster swag situation right. going on. Right. But I'm like, tone it down, you know? I'm like, maybe that was good when you were, you know, a police officer or, you know, in situations like that. But now you're in politics and everything. You're going to have to refine yourself. Yeah, that's that's the word refine i think he needs to be refined and 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 not refined to say you need like you know refined to be white right 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 <laughs> no, no, no. to be but mm-hmm. a little a little a little refining i think may be necessary because i think that will help with the overall mission which is to represent all new york city right residents right not just mm-hmm. a particular group which is what i think some people i mean that's the argument i've heard is that some people find that he's really only catering to really like kind of like i guess the minorities really mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. not you know to the blanket and i'm wondering and i'm wondering if the minorities even feel that they are being catered right exactly about i mean with everything that's going on in the city I, I don't know. I mean, the, the crime is up. It's dangerous on those train stations. It's dirty. You know, once again, people can't get into places if they don't have, you know, a card. Um, I saw a video the other day of a young boy. And I think it was uh, at Applebee's, the Queen Center Mall. He was five years old and he was, you know, trying to be escorted out by police because he didn't have a card. I mean, you know, and I think that that was during the same time that the Asian lady was pushed on the tracks. Mm -hmm. So it's like you have all of your police officers focusing on one incident when you need to be focusing on these train stations where people are getting pushed on a track, stabbed. I heard recently someone got raped. Um, You know, a friend of mine, she said someone tried to almost snatch her laptop. I'm like, it's like going back into the 1980s and like how, you know, the crime was like really crazy then. Right, right. You know, I mean, remember, like in New York City, like I don't remember which mayor was. I don't know if it was Bloomberg or uh, 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 Giuliani, Giuliani, which some one of them worked really hard to kind of like change Times Square into Disneyland. Remember, I think it was Giuliani. It was Giuliani. And now it seems like it's going backwards. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Trap City. Trap. Trap City. (laughs) 
commercial <laughs> trap houses. <laughs> Yo, you know what I'm saying? Oh man. It's like, you literally have to protect your neck. You know, right. I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any hope or, you know, foresee him, uh, getting another term. I mean, mm. yeah, anything's possible. You know, people might just not be paying attention and they're just like, you know what? And then, you know, it gets voted in again, but right. I don't see that this is working out. And he just got here. He just got here. I guess we just have to see who, who, you know, because I think the issue for a lot of people were like, well, I mean, who are these other candidates? You know what I mean? The, well, the other one was uh, 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 Siwa. What's his name? Who? I don't think I, I, I can't. Yes, There's you do so know many. him. He was the one that was the guardian angel for years. Oh, yes, yes, Wee yes. Wah, whatever yes, his the, name with, was. With the, with the red, with, with the, the red, red. red. Yes, yes. The Yeah, I don't know how if I was feeling that one, though. But I think I that he, I, was I think, it. I think that because of the fact that he was a guardian angel, I think that he would have been the people's um, voice. I don't know. I don't, I think, I, don't, I, don't know. I, I think so. I think he would be the people's voice. I don't think because right about now, what we're dealing with, we're dealing with not a mayor, we're dealing with a cop, right? Mm, mm. You had the other guy previously that was running for a little while, the Asian guy who was like a mathematician. Right, right. Um, um, yeah, but he was the one, wasn't he the one that was caught on video laughing when they were talking about, um, I think there was one guy in the train station was like, yo, do you F um women with your tims on something like that and he was like <laughs> what? I didn't yeah. hear about that oh, oh my yeah God. i'll send you the Ooh. video yeah no he got he had gotten a lot of flack for that one it oh, was just okay. like well there you go he was trying to be too down that's the problem he was trying to be down with the brown 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 well the, there you go and that's why i said that i feel like sliwa might have had you know been the one because sliwa's i don't even know if i'm saying his last name correctly maybe Silwa. i don't know si- all I know is that his narrative has never changed since I was a little girl. This guy was a guardian angel and he's still wearing that hat. He's still wearing that hat. <laughs> he's still wearing, still that, wearing hat. that hat. So that means that, you know, his narrative, you know, he was always the one that was there with his team protecting the people. Right. Well, here's and the now. Thing, huh? I think pe- I think there's a, a, a larger group of people who were probably more interested in maybe the cop narrative because they're like, well, NYC is turning to shit. We need stop and frisk, you know, back. There's a lot of people who don't want to say it on record, but in, you know, little conversations on the side, especially with the Blanquito crowd too, like Mm -hmm. they were just like, they, they want that almost that police society back. Yeah. But the problem is though, it's like they want the stop and frisk, but they're not looking at the bigger picture, the mental illness, is running rampant. These mm-hmm. people that are doing these crimes right now, I don't believe that, you know, they're the, the they're they're the young kids that's, you know, that's living in the hood or whatever. Yes, of course they're they're mixed up in there, but I think a lot of it has to do with the me- mental illness. When they tried to open up the city again during the pandemic, they put all the homeless people in the hotels. That's what they did. They mm-hmm. went ahead and put them in all the swanky hotels. And when they decided that New York was open, what did they do? They kicked them out in the streets. And right. once they kicked them out in the street that's when everything started to go crazy there they didn't have a place to stay hey you have mental illness you're desperate you're hungry you're you know you're willing to do whatever it takes yeah nothing to lose you know you have nothing to lose so that's what he needs to focus on what are you going to do with these homeless people with mental illness and so on listen i have nothing against homeless people or people who are mentally ill my brother is autistic 
Okay. And he is not even high functioning. He lives in a group home. I always imagine to myself that if he did not live in a group home, he would be one of those people that are in the streets right now. Mm -hmm. And he would not be able to communicate, to tell people, Hey, I'm hungry. I'm cold. I need a place to stay when he, and he's going to do what he needs to do to get by. Right. And that's how I see these people. I see these people that these are people who need help. They need guidance. They need shelter. And I don't think that anybody's looking at this. You're like, okay, stop and frisk, stop and frisk. But you're not reaching the people who need help the most. Right. Right. Well, we'll stay tuned. To be continued. To be continued. To be continued. I mean, as we move on to, I guess, maybe the most important topic of tonight, Jada Pinkett and her alleged (laughs) pregnancy. And. I'm, I don't know who's the, is it Will's child? Is it August's child? Like whose baby is this? Man, oh man. I mean, the first thing, like, listen, you, you, you're you not wrong because the first thing I thought, I didn't think it was Will's. I did not. <laughs> I was just like, oh damn, it just got real, you know? Uh, but then in the article, it did say Will Smith. But once, once again, like I said, I've looked and, you know, kind of like did my Google search and so on. And I didn't see any other articles. I said, like, right. come on, this is like a, a, you know, a lister or whatever. It would have been all over the place. Right. So I'm like, is she really pregnant? Is this just like, you know, what's going on? But you know what? The reason I mean, the reason I'm not going to totally pull back from this is that when the Rihanna r- pregnancy rumors came out, it was uh-huh. some of these low scaled articles that were coming up, but nobody was paying attention. Everybody was like, oh, Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. not all over the place. So it's not true. Right. And guess what? I don't know who she was fooling, though, because I mean, listen, I was looking at Riri and I'm like, nah, this lady is pregnant. (laughs) She didn't have to tell us. She didn't have to do that baby reveal. We knew. okay? but you know what? The thing is that Riri is kind of thick. So, you know what I'm saying? So she was able like, you know, someone else who's pregnant, if their breast is getting bigger or, you know, their face is getting plump. Like Riri was never like a skinny chick. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So she was able. But then when she went with um. ASAP to the gala, and then they wore those big old poncho right. coats and stuff I'm like, like that. I was now. like, "What is going on, Riri? What's happening?" I was just like, "Who is your stylist?" But now we know that she was trying to cover up. Right, right. So, so that's why I'm not a hundred percent off the Jada thing because yeah. the Riri fiasco started like that too, where it was like right. one publication, and then like nobody was really uh-huh. talking about it. Uh, but I I'm- guess I don't know. I mean, Jada has money. So if this is true, I'm happy for her. Um, She looks like she's, you know, very healthy and fit, you know, and more power to them. I was just concerned. You know, because I thought maybe it would, it might've been August. I thought it was, <laughs> August. I thought it was August baby. When I saw it, I thought it was August. baby. Yeah. You know, like, Ooh, this is kind of, you know, I know you guys got a little open thing going on, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. All right. So Jada may be pregnant, may not be pregnant. We don't know. Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess we'll be staying tuned. Exactly. <laughs> to be continued. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Cause if she is, I mean, it, I, I think it's awesome, you know, because a lot of women are having children later on in life anyway. So, right. and you know, she has the income, she has the staff. Mm-hmm. It's not like as though it's going to be us and we 50 years old, you know, trying to pop a child and take care of right. know, totally I different. Game. I don't have money for a surrogate. No, <laughs> cause I'm not doing it. No, I don't have money for a surrogate. I don't have 
have money for any of that stuff. But I guess that's it. I mean, I feel like we covered a lot today. Mm-hmm. We covered a lot. Um, it's always a pleasure having you on to talk about these things. Uh, I'm glad <laughs> to be here. You know what? Sometimes I feel like I'm a little bit like a nerd because it's like, I want to talk about these things with people. And they're like looking at me like, it's really not that serious. And I'm like, no, this needs to be discussed. It is that serious. It is. It's always that serious because you know what? It, like, I know there's always like these tabloidish type platforms and these gossip platforms, but I feel like sometimes you have to get to the bottom of these things, right? Of these topics, like of these issues that's popping, even though it's it may be going on in the lives of celebrities, there's right. always a teachable moment. There's always a lesson that you can draw from this drama. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I think that at the end, we can all kind of see ourselves in, in these people. And, you know, right. and if it's not us, we know someone, you know, that, you know, resembles the story that we're looking at. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of jadas out here in these streets. Right <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Where people are questioning who's the father. You know, exactly. I mean? And what about Riri? You know that, you know, she wanted a thug. So that's why she stuck with ASAP. I'm not mad. <laughs> I mean, I'm not mad, but I, I hope that I mean, because we we have been down uh, memory lane with uh, yeah. Riri, you know, yes, we know that we yes. know what happened with Chris Brown, you know, but what you I'm know saying? what she was dating the she was dating the billionaire, uh, mm-hmm. a Muslim bil- billionaire. And I yeah. felt like as though that I felt one of the articles said that she would have never been you know, accepted in that culture because, you know, it's a modest culture. It's a Muslim right. culture. You know, Riri, you know, is a very sexy woman. She likes to reveal herself and, you know, with sexy outfits and it wouldn't have worked. It would not have worked. You know, yeah. I think, you know, maybe he was happy to have someone who, you know, who was famous. I'm not saying that he didn't care for her. I don't know their relationship, but in the real world, the reality is the person that's going to get you is a thug. I, I don't know. I mean, Eve is with that white guy in England right now and just had a baby. We didn't right. mention that. Wolf, Wolf Wild. Wolf Wild, Wild is the baby's name, right? It's, yeah, Wolf Wild. I don't know, something Cooper. Like there's like 15 names, there's but Wolf names. Wild. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's actually, no, it's Wild Wolf. Wild Wolf. Wolf is though is um what's her name's baby? Uh Kylie Jenner's baby with Travis Scott is named Wolf. <laughs> I don't know if it's wolf season. I don't know what what if there's something wolf. we don't know. Is it the year of the wolf? Is that maybe even a thing? possibly? Listen, listen, my name is Freddie. I can't judge on people's names, but wolf Freddie is an actual name, though. Yeah, it's an actual name, but I still get, you know, I still get uh 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 triggered when people you know be asking me what your parents yeah, named you freddie right. so could you imagine these poor children I your mean, parents called you wolf, wolf? Yeah. wild Excuse one me? is wild wolf and then the other one is wolf so these two wolves that were born within at like, least they have money Park. you know so it's like uh, you know people tend to kind of like those things like you know they glaze over those things because oh they have money it's fine you know right. but if it was a wolf in the hood i don't know that, I, I don't know if that, I mean, that's a tag name. That's a tag name. That's a tag name. It would have worked. You know what I'm saying? I guess, it's you know, if you want to block your wolf, what's up? I mean, it right, would have worked. Right. But not a, not a government. Not name. government. Not government issued. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh believe so. Oh my gosh. No, I don't think it would have worked. I don't think it would have worked at all. Wolf. I mean, listen. Yeah, no, that you know, it's funny because that we mentioned Eve because she's been in she's been in a lot of recent conversations on some of the sub level mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tweets and chats because yeah. of her relationship with right. Maximilian. Yeah, Maximilian the billionaire. 
Yes, 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 you yes. Know? I mean, hey, I'm happy for her. I mean, it kind of like also reminds me of uh, Janet Jackson. You know, mm-hmm. you saw the 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 uh, the documentary, you right. know, and she got her baby, you know, at 50. They didn't talk about the husband um, that she's currently like, I guess, trying to get a divorce or separate child, right. you know, situation going on. There might be a um, gag order. Yeah, but um, I thought what was funny about that documentary was Jermaine Dupree. Listen, when he went ahead <laughs> and he basically said that, you know, he messed up because, you know, he cheated on her and that he said that a lot of females wanted to be with him because of the fact that he was with Janet Jackson and to just be on live TV and just chuckling like it's nothing. And then I just thought to myself, I was like, wow, Janet is just like a, such a kind person because she excused every man that she dealt with. Listen, she needs to do some work. <laughs> that, that, there, there's some work. There. I'm not saying you can't be a forgiving person because, you know, as a follower of Christ, right. you know, we need to be able to forgive others so that God can forgive us. I right. totally understand it, but there's a difference between forgiveness and then like excusing like bad behavior, right? Exactly, exactly. And I feel like that is what she was doing. The JD thing threw me off because I'm like, you're like 5'2", JD. I think she's like a turtle. One. It looks like a turtle. I'm just saying it's not always about looks, but I feel like there has to be some like, you know, recognition here. Right. This is right. 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 Jackson. I can understand maybe if you cheated on her, because I mean, I don't condone cheating, period. But like, I don't know. But it's like other women wanted you. So you're like, yeah. Like, what was it? You know, and then I don't you know. admit it on TV. And I believe that they were together for like about nine years and they he even had proposed to her and everything. I think that, you know, so even though Janet Jackson has like the fame and so on, I think that Janet, based on what I have saw on the documentary, I feel like she's always remained a little girl. I don't know right. if that makes sense. No, you know what I'm sense. saying? It makes sense. You know, with her father, you know, controlling her career and, you know, her brother, like kind of like overshadowing her career. Cause like throughout the, the documentary, they kept on saying, Oh my God, you look so much like Michael, what's going mm-hmm. on with Michael and this and that and so on. And so it's just like through the whole experience, just watching it. It's just like, I had even more empathy for her. Right. And, and I think I had mentioned this when I had commented on the JD fiasco mm-hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago that, you know, I mean, I don't know Jenna Jackson personally. She, right, pro- right, she right, might right. have issues. I'm not saying she right. doesn't have issues. I'm not saying she's perfect. And right. JD was this or whatever the case is. But I'm just like, come on, JD. Yo. Like, really? Like, he was really acting here? like a typical man. Right. Like almost feeling himself at the fact that he was he was feeling himself. He was happy that he was on there because originally, if you're paying attention and everything, the first like they had, you know how like on the bottom, they put like who you are to that person. So at first it started with like boyfriend. Then as the documentary went on, it changed to like fiance. And I'm like, wait a minute, are they like still engaged? And I don't know about it. You know what I mean? And it just was like. I'm like, man, you know, like too much credit. Yeah, like too much credit. But I felt like as though like she did love him, though. I I, I mean, somebody commented on this and I believe that maybe that person, there's some teeth to that person's uh, sentiment Mm -hmm. that she might like that might have been one of the loves of her life. If not the love of her life. I mean, you he would have to be. Mm-hmm. It's like it's JD. Yeah, he has all this fame. He ha- I'm sure he may have a good personality, whatever the case is. But compared to the other people that she's dated, like you, she would have to be in love with him to be with him for that long. Nine years. Mm-hmm. Nine years. Right? And, 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 and I think that also 
Um, I think that Janet is like a serial monogamous. That's what it's looking like, you right. know? Um, but I did like how, like, uh, when they had mentioned that Janet had some chemistry with Tupac. And I do believe I saw that in Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, she didn't even want to touch that topic. They didn't even ask Because her she questions. didn't want Jada to come after her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why. She didn't want no beef with Jada. You didn't hear. There was something. That's her man. Don't be talking about my <laughs> Tupac. No, I feel you. I feel you. She but didn't want listen. beef with Jada. Listen, like I felt that heat. Like I was like, mm, I knew exactly what they were talking about. So Mm-mm. she didn't want no beef because there was something somebody was was talking about. I forgot who came out and was talking about their potential love interest or whatever with Tupac. And then like somebody was like, Jada was like, excuse me. Like, I don't remember where I read that, but it was like a whole thing. So I'm really? like, nobody... No, like, listen, do not mention, keep Tupac's name out your mouth so that Jada Girl, will come after you. And I do not understand. Like, you know, but you'll always claim that was just like they had a special relationship. Right. You'll never say that they dated or no. that, you know, she loved him like in that romantic Mm-mm. way. But it's just like she just has like this protection. Connection, yeah. Him. Yeah. It, it leads me to believe maybe he is in Cuba with with Asada. You know, he might. That be has been Cuba. the rumor for years and years and years. He might be with his auntie in Cuba. You never know. That could be the case. (laughs) He may come out, you know, as we get older and then you'd be like, what, what, you know, what happened to them? And because listen, it's funny because, you know, Snoop Dogg now is just like uh, what the owner or something of death row or something Mm -hmm. like that. Did you Mm -hmm. hear about that? Yeah. I was like, like, what's that all about? I was just like, hmm. Where where is Suge? Is Suge still still in jail? He's still there. Yeah, he's in jail. Okay, because I'm like, he's he in make, jail. Because I think the out? last time, no, because I think the last time they got him on video for running over a guy at a gas station, mm. like he ran over him and backed up and ran over him again or something crazy like that. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because I'm like, I don't know, because, you know, sometimes they be slipping out of jail, you know, like under the radar. I mean, anything just... is possible. Anything but yeah, possible. you're probably no right, though. I think he still is mm-hmm. in prison. Not jail, but yeah. prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Prison. The penitentiary. The penitentiary. You know? The pen, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. Always a good time, though. Always a good time recapping. recapping yes, yes, stories. yes. I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I think I think that we're at time, but. Thank okay. you so much for uh, taking the time to, you know, grace us with your presence. We're definitely going to have you back here more because you're so passionate about. <laughs> <laughs> I know I am. I, am. I'm, I mean, I'm a little bit too much for some, but I think that, it, you know, it, it works for this show. So. I think it works for this show. It definitely works for this show. All right. Well, Freddie, thank you again for being a guest. And everyone, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of According to RP on WJMS Media, powered by Black Ivy Media. Don't forget, guys, follow us at Black Ivy Media. But also, as we mentioned in the early part of this show, we have our podcast, Relatively Speaking, with my lovely co-host here, Freddie. Available on Apple, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. So tune into that if you want to hear more of the RP and Freddie dynamic. And with that being said, everyone, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. You were listening to According to RP on WJMS Radio. About time you tuned in. Tune in each and every Sunday. Can't wait to come back. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's on.